which literally means at three times, at three periods during the year, but of course it's referring to the three festivals, the Shleish Regalim, during the three festivals of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, how you call HaMishmaris Shavan Regalim, all the Mishmaris, all the watches, as we learned about in the last Mishnah, that all the thousands of Kohanim of priests are split up into 24 Mishmaris, 24 watches, groups that each one would serve two weeks out of the year. They had a cycle, but the three festivals, when all the Kohanim were there, those three prakim of the year, all the watches were equal, meaning that they would equally distribute the sacrificing of the animals and the receiving the portions, because you know the Kohanim, when they would bring the different sacrifices in the temple, the, they would get the monois, they would get portions from those sacrifices. So during the three festivals of the year, they would equally sacrifice and get the portions from the Emuragolim, any of the korbanas, any sacrifices that are brought because of the festivals. In other words, things that are brought because of that festival, that yontiv, such as the Musa for the Eilas the sacrifices that people brought in honor of the pilgrimage, all the animals that were brought in honor of the festivals, as opposed to the regular perennial ones, which we'll get to in a moment, but any of the animals that were brought because of the festivals, all the Kohanim would split. During those three times a year, they wouldn't go just according to the Mishmar, according to the watch of those Kahanim. Ubichiluk lechem apanim, and also when it came to distributing the showbread, the lechem apanim. <clears throat> we know that one of the main vessels in the Mishkan and, and then later in the Beis HaMegdash is the Shulchan, the table. Inside the actual sanctuary of the temple of the Beis HaMegdash, right before the Holy of Holies on the right, there's the what's called the, the Shulchan, the special table with these different two stacks where there would be these special shaped breads. It's one of the reasons, by the way, we have Lechem Mishnah, that we have two breads on Shabbos to recognize this Lechem Apanim. That was the special miracle that every Shabbos, they would put 12 loaves of bread on this shulchan and it would sit there for an entire week and then the following Shabbos they would still be hot and fresh. It was one of the perennial miracles that were in the temple. And then every Shabbos they would take out the old breads, they would sacrifice the levaina, the frankincense that was on the shulchan and then they would bring in 12 new loaves and those 12 loaves from the previous week were distributed among the kohanim. So usually it was distributed to the kohanim that were in that mishmar but during the three times a year, all the Kohanim would be part of the distribution of that Lechem Aponim. Now, Batseris and Shavuos, and obviously Shavuos is one of the times that all the Kohanim would be there. And we know that there's a rule that you're never allowed to trade korbanos. Like one Kohen can't say the other, here, you take that sacrifice and I'll take this one. Rather, every Kohen has to get a little from each sacrifice. Now, usually... The entire year, all flower sacrifices in the temple were all minchas, were always matzah. They were never allowed to be chametz. They always had to be matzah, not the matzah that we eat, the one that's like crumbly and crackery, but it means that they couldn't have chametz in them, except on Shavuos. Shavuos was the one time a year where there would actually be the shteh halechem, the two breads that were chametz. And so every Kohen had to get a little from both. So ba'atzeres, because you can't split, you can't like say, you'll take the matzah, I'll take the chametz. So ba'atzeres, oimim on Shavuos, each Kohen was told, heilach matzah, heilach chametz. Here's your piece of matzah and here's your piece of chametz. Now, what about the Mishmar, the watch of Kohanim, that it was their week, that the Yontif came out during their week. Seemingly they got, you know, they got gypped out of being able to have their 
sacrifices? The Mishnah says no. Mishmar shizmane kavua, a Mishma that has its set time, that it meaning it's their set time for that yontiv. Who makrif tmidim? He brings the regular tmidim, the carbon tomat of shachris and mincha, the regular sacrifices that are brought the entire year. That taka would only go to the kohanim of that Mishmar, and they would also bring the voluntary nedarman nedavis, the voluntary. Uh, sacrifices that Yisrael brings as a neder or a nedava, meaning a vow offering, a free will offering, the ushar kabanas tzibur, and any other the communal sacrifices that were not brought because of yontiv, but just brought because of the tzibur that the community had to bring, and like a paralam dover different korbanas, umaka v'sakol, and they, the, they, the regular mishma would bring, would offer everything. The Gemara explains that's referring to the kaitz mezbech. Maka v'sakol is coming to include what's called kaitz mezbech, the dessert of the mezbech. There's a special idea that when, that in order that the altar should never be without any sacrifice, they would always have special oilois to bring from the community if there was nothing else to bring, and that the one that the mishma kavua, the one of the set watch, they would bring that, that type of sacrifice. And then also, not just it was actually on Yontiv, but Yontiv is Samach Shabbos. If a Shabbos came close to a Yontiv, let's say Shabbos was right after Yontiv, or Shabbos was right before Yontiv, so the Kohanim wouldn't have time to go home. So Ben Melfaneh, Ben Melachareh, whether Shabbos was right before or after Yontiv, so then also, even though it wasn't actually Yontiv, but because all the Kohanim were in Jerusalem and nobody had time to go home, so Hayakolim Shmar Shabbos Bechilk Lechem Aponim. So then also, all the watches shared equally in the distribution of the showbread.